G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. This is a little bit more um, relaxed than your last song, Kempi. Not quite as sort of Moscow right, dance see the, club. See, the 1991 was like, you know, going to those rave parties and then, you know, chill out for 30 to 40 year olds and start listening to a bit of Fat Freddy's, mate, down yeah. the Matterhorn Sun, in Wellington. Sunday morning with a headache, you just parked up next to the pool, spinning yeah. up the tab and. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Mate, we're two weeks away from sitting next to the pool. <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> oh, look, it's uh, it's great to have you along, running it straight. Uh, Sam Hill alongside Tony Kemp. And a very special privilege to welcome into the show, uh, NRL.com writer uh, Brad Walter. G'day, Brad. G'day, how are you? Very well, my friend. Have you have you recovered after a, a pretty uh, intense and, and fiery first round of, uh, of NRL football? Uh, well, I've got to say that, that I, the most relaxed I've felt since is actually listen to Pat Freddy's drop then. Oh, good man. Hey, good man. Yeah, no, no, it's, um, it, it was a pretty. It was like you said. It was a. It was a. Uh, it was an incredible weekend of rugby league. It was um, really intense. Each game, uh, obviously, each game was different, but each each game was like um, was gripping and um, you know edge of the seat and stuff and, and enthralling to watch. And um, uh, yeah, I, I went to. Th- I was fortunate enough to go to three of the four finals games and. Um, as I said, like yeah, you, you you sort of wake up exhausted just from uh, from watching the game the night before, and then you're into another game, a completely different um, type of footy, especially when you compare the the Cronulla Sharks Cowboys game on Saturday night to the um, to the the Rabbitohs Roosters on yeah. Sunday. But yeah, it's um, look, it was a great weekend of footy. Um, a lot of I suppose a lot of storylines came out of it, and um, you know, and it's on again this weekend. I just think I don't know, sudden death football is just. Um, fantastic! It's a, just a great time of the year. Hey, Brad, it's Kempy, mate. How are you? I'm good, Kempy. Good, good chatting to you. Hey, mate. Just did it? Did it pan out how you thought it would this weekend's uh, last weekend's games? Um, I expected the Storm to win. I, I just thought the Storm. They've been such a great club over such a long period of time. I think this is the might be the first time since 2014 that they haven't gone beyond. You know they haven't been um, been involved, featured in the second um, round or further of, of the premiership, so that's a pretty pretty impressive record. Um, I just thought, yeah, playing down in down in Melbourne against the Raiders, I thought they'd be too good, but um, the Raiders are Raiders are on a roll, aren't they? They, they, they? they were really impressive, and they one thing with the Raiders, you know, win, lose or draw over the last couple of seasons, no matter how well they're playing, they never go away. So even when you're um, when you're leading against them, um, you know they cu- they've come back in a lot of games and, and won games of the death, and they did that against Melbourne. They just had that belief, and they yeah they got the job done. Um, at, at the end, they managed to snatch the win. They started really well, and they finished really well. Um, so that's the yeah, that's the game that surprised me. I mean, Penrith beating Parramatta. Look, Penrith's been the best team for the last three years. I know Parramatta's had the wood on them a bit, but um, you know particularly when Mitchell Moses went off. Um, um, Parramatta fell apart, but also, I mean, that, the return of Nathan Cleary and his kicking game, you know, the kid, the boy from Mount Albert, everyone's looking at Matt, he's a Mount Albert junior, Nathan mm-hmm. Cleary, but back after five weeks and that, yeah, they said his kicking game, and it wasn't just what he, wasn't just the kicks, but his selection and, and the way he chose when to, to you know, to um, target Wonga Blake uh, and the, some of the other players in the, in the Parramatta back line. He didn't just put, um, didn't just hoist at every, you know, the end of every set. It was... It was selective, and um, and every time 
he did that. He, he just put enormous pressure on, on the on the Parramatta backs. Um, so yeah, Penrith winning, no surprise. As I said, I thought Melbourne would win. Um, the, uh, the, look, the Sharks Cowboys was always going to be a, a toss of a coin, and and, and it, what it came down to a, you know, and came down to some brilliant play by Jason Tomalolo and uh, and Valentine Holmes. You know, to get the Cowboys into um, extra time and then to. to Snatched the win with a 43-meter field goal, and Roosters Rabbitohs um, again. You know, like I, I had no expectation of who was going to win there. I thought either team were capable of winning, and like it was such a, I don't know, bizarre game. It was a real throwback type game, and and I think the Rabbitohs just kept their heads, and that's why they won. Uh, more kept their heads more than the Roosters. They didn't keep their heads for 80 minutes, but they kept their heads for a longer period, or they. Um, regain their composure to, to win win that match. Mm. I think you hit the nail on the head, Brad, talking about every game just offered up something completely different. Um, be interested just before we move on to the games this weekend on how um, how that Sunday game has sort of been received over there because I know here it's been polarising with, you know, some people loved it, the intensity, uh, the drama, the fear of it, but then a lot of people also, you know, think that the game needs to be tidied up. We've got to get rid of the high shots and, you know, seven sinbins just, just isn't, what the game should be. How's it sort of been received over there? So I, I reckon that on Sunday afternoon, everybody who was watching it was saying, how good is this? <laughs> this is, this is finals footy. This is, you know, Rabbitohs, Roosters, you know, the oldest um, rivalry in the game. Um, people loved it. Um, but I think, you know, when everybody reflected um, later on, they thought, well, you know, the team's, lost the plot, the players lost the plot, they forced the referee's hand, the game dragged on, it became a really stop start. Um, the Roosters in particular seemed to forget about like actually winning the game. They were more interested in the in the booth. Um, you know, I don't know whether that's because James Tedesco was off and there was no Joey Manu and they just you know, thought the game was gone for gone for them, but the game was in the balance right up until, you know, very, very late in the piece. Um and, yeah, and I just think yeah, people thought like, you know, the, the you know, yeah, the high shots, the niggles, a lot of it was just unnecessary. And and it was all, and it was like, it wasn't like, um, you know, it wasn't thuggery or anything like that. But it was like, you know, what did the players think the referee was going to do? Like, Roe mm. Hargraves, he, he was he was going to get seen off for Sinbind. You know, you know, you expected that he was something was going to happen. Nearly every every tackle that he was involved in, um, <laughs> he was just, he, he, you know, he, he just looked. Like um, yeah, like he just looked like he he was um, yeah, he was going to do something that was going to that was going to result in him being um, sent off for Sinbin, and now he's got a, um, a three match suspension. He's going to miss the first. He's going to miss all the pool games for the Kiwis at the World Cup. Um, you know, just because basically he, it was like he couldn't control himself, or like he decided that Tom Burgess was a target. Mm. Um, that was, I thought that was disappointing from a senior player in the Roosters and Victor Radley. I mean, he got Sinbin in the fourth minute. The tone was set. You know, no matter what you think of what Victor did or how serious that was, the point was: why did Victor throw a punch? You know, might have, might have, might have, wouldn't have bruised a grape, but, no. but you know, like it was a stupid thing to do. You know, it's against the rules. Um, he got Sinbin for that, and yet he came back on and he was involved like third man in in a in a you know melee later in the game, and he got Sinbin again. Like mm. you know, the game was on the line at that stage. The game was on the line. It was, I think, it was twenty four fourteen. Um, the Rabbitohs end up with another two players in the sin bin, so they're down to 11. Uh, but, the, you know, the Roosters just couldn't regain their composure. I can, Trent Robinson, he said it at the post-match press conference, but, you know, not just what he said publicly. He's really disappointed with the discipline that his players 
showed in in that in that game. And for whatever reason, yeah, they just they said they they lost their heads, uh, and the game um, it sort of degenerated. It started off; it was really exciting, and you wanted to see that rivalry and that that aggression and that physicality. But but then you wanted to see some football, you know, and and, and the game just degenerated into a stop-start sort of slugfest and mm. you know cheap shots and and that sort of thing. So. I think, as I said, when probably people were watching it, they thought this was how good's this. You know, we've wound back the clock. It's great to see some two teams really going at it. You know, like as if there's no tomorrow. But then probably, yeah, once the game was over, I think most people agreed that that's not really the type of football that we want to see uh, on a, on a regular basis. And you know, really, that um, the, the two teams, yeah, that's not it wasn't a great advertisement, a great advertisement um, for the game uh, over, overall. So. Um, yeah, don't, I don't think we'll see another game like it for a long time. No, not not this weekend. And talking about this weekend, mate, just quickly, what do you, who you got? Do you think the Eels and Ra- uh, Raiders, um, Sharks, Rabbitohs, is, there's any surprises in these games with the Eels and, and Sharks? They should get it, but can the, can the Raiders or the Rabbitohs turn them over? Raiders can definitely um, definitely win, I've got no doubt. Um, they've got nothing to lose. They, they It'll be a real fairy tale. Ricky Stewart's got a good finals record, so when his teams get into the finals, they they usually go pretty deep into the finals. Um, as I said, they've got that they've been in great form at the back end of the season. They've got nothing to lose. No one really expected them to do anything, possibly even themselves. Like they they were in ninth place going into the last rounds, you know, and oh, sorry, into the second last round, they didn't get into the eight until until like the last week of the, of the regular season. Um, they knocked off Melbourne in Melbourne. Um, you know, who's to say they can't go up, go up and beat Parramatta? Parramatta's coming off, um, you know, a, 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 I suppose a disappointing loss for them against Penrith. They certainly matched it with Penrith for the first, say, maybe 50 minutes, um, and then they completely sort of fell apart. Um, Mitchell Moses should be should be good to play. It sounds like he's he's, he's going to be okay to play. Um, I thought I go a lot on body language, and I thought post match. Um, Parramatta couldn't wait to get into the press conference and they couldn't wait to get out of it and you know they they're just the, I don't know the body language looked like a team that it that, that it was a, it was a heavy loss um, that they that, that they they put a lot into winning that game um, and you know and that they there's you know there's all the history Parramatta haven't won the premiership since 1986 um, the, the last three seasons in a row they've gone out um, gone out in the finals um, in the first two rounds and then been able to get past this coming weekend. Um, you know, and, and obviously Mitchell Moses um, not being able to finish the match, so they it seemed seemed like a like a heavy weight. I, I, at the time, I was, I was thinking Parramatta's done. Doesn't matter whether they play Melbourne or um, or, or Canberra. Um, but having said that, having been to Parramatta training, I caught up with um, Brad Arthur as well yesterday, and they yeah they seem pretty relaxed, and they certainly turned the focus really quickly on this weekend, this coming game against the Raiders, so I'm sort of discounting what, what I was thinking on Friday night now. And I'm, I am thinking Parramatta, it's at home. Um, it's at home. They usually bounce back from a from a, from a a defeat, like, you know, against one of the top teams like they had. They'll be pretty focused. They've got a good, you know, 1-17, mm. they're, they're, they're a good squad. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm picking, I'm picking Parramatta. Fight. I'm picking Parramatta too, Brad. Um, I think, I think so you're... So I'm leaning that way too now, yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking um, we're right. We've got... Uh, just we've got one minute left. Quickly, just uh, before okay. we let you go, uh, you got the Rabbitohs. Why? I've got the Rabbitohs, mate, because they got Cody, Cody Walker and Latrell Mitchell. They're guys that can win the game when it's on the line, just like uh, 
Jason Tomalolo and mm. Valentine Holmes did last weekend against the Sharks. Hey, mate, quickly. I, I said to Sammy, you're a Kiwi, aren't you? I'm not a Kiwi, but my wife is, and I've lived over there. There you go, Kim. There you go. <laughs> yeah. You're honorary Kiwi, mate. Yeah, we give him the title. Hey, uh, Brad, always appreciate you coming on. My friend, go well. We'll catch up again soon. Will do. No, look forward to it. Thanks. See you. Enjoy the weekend. There you go. Brad Walter there from NRL.com. Always great analysis from him. Uh, we'll take a short break. Sorry we couldn't get to you, Sean, and some of your questions there, Brad. Uh, oh, he just kept giving the analysis. So uh, we'll Thanks, take great. a short break, and we'll come back after this. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um... Occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.